0: hey what's good everybody welcome back to another episode of Muckly moments we are your podcast about everything anything and nothing all at the same time we just good people bonding over food and drinks and today um is it's just me your host dan uh for reals this time it's just me um this is a very this is this is going to be a very different episode um so the last i'm pretty sure it was the last episode i recorded i had it with uh moses and mandy from awkward rambles the awkward rambles podcast shout out to moses and mandy love them they were lovely folks uh had a really great time with them if you haven't yet go check out their podcast They're they're super chill they're very um their vibes are very similar to muckley moments just nicer (laughs) no they're very lovely people but um You know, I I sat down and talked with them and they said, I should do a solo episode because they had also done solo episodes. And so I'm taking a page from their book, their recommendation, and I'm just rolling solo today. Um, I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to try to entertain you for an hour by myself. Good luck. Um, But I also think this would be a great opportunity for me to. Touch base with you guys. Touch base with the audience, whoever may be listening in. Um, it, it's very rare that I actually get to sit down and actually talk just about myself, because oftentimes it's me having guests on the podcast, and I'm catching up with them. I'm. It's mainly I. I want the focus to be on the guests because they're the guest. So uh, today is kind of nice to just have me, so that you can touch base with me and. Maybe I share with things that's been on my mind that I just haven't been able to um, to talk about because there are, there are other people who who were in the room and I wanted them to have more time. Whew, this is difficult. Okay, talking to myself. Well, to help me, I did buy myself a bottle of makgeolli. It's very rare that I drink by myself as alcoholic as I might come off on the podcast. Understand that I do not drink by myself. I am a social drinker. Um, I'm not a loser. That's basically what I'm saying. I don't drink by myself. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Every now and then I do enjoy a beer or two by myself. But that's pretty rare, I actually. Maybe it's because I've gotten older. Um, I enjoy alcohol with, the, with companionship. Um, but anyways, I am pouring myself a... Glass of makgeolli. I have bought myself the bottle that is representative of Teijon, which is literally called Teijon makgeolli. One, one as in like WN, like the money one, Korean one, makgeolli. Um, this one's actually branded um, for Teijon specifically. It even has like this logo on there. Teijon is you. Teijon paro um It's their main bottle. And I'll be honest, this is one of my least favorite makli bottles. <laughs> Sadly. The city that I live in is the is the makgeolli I'm not a big fan of. Um, I prefer Nurinmal, But I figured today's a special recording, so I want to do something representative of where I am from. Um, I could go with Soju, because my favorite Soju brands uh, is the one from tejon Udin. Udin's my favorite soju brand. And I do have that at home, of course. But I'm not going to drink hard liquor by myself. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, more like I don't want to get wasted by myself. <laughs> have an entire bottle of soju by myself. No, thank you. But um, cheers. I haven't had this in years. So let's see. Maybe Maybe my taste buds have developed. And I can appreciate this a little more. Yep, tastes just like I'll remember it. Not my favorite. Still good, but I know there's better. There's better muckley out there. Um. Oh man, this is this is gonna be harder than I thought. We're not even at the five minute mark, and I'm running out of things to talk about. Um, but I do have a list, just in case. And I also so I, I got a list that I can talk about. Um, it's a very small list. I I'm talking just four bullet points. Um. Literally, just four bullet points that I can just go over, share my thoughts on them. Or um, if I run out of time, I can pull up some questionnaires or something. I don't know. Some fun questions, like basically playing cards against humanity by myself. That would be fun, right? Or um, there, there's there's a, po- okay, there's several podcasts that I listen to. Um, my favorite podcast is Genius Brain. Shout out to David So. Um, I grew up on that shit, you know. Ever since the library shit. And I gotta admit, Asians, we pretty loud. You know. But, uh. Where was I going with that? Oh, David So. I listen to David So a lot. That's one of my favorite podcasts. I also listen to, um. Shit They Don't Tell You. With Nicky Limo and Steve Green. Uh, love those two as well. They're a great couple. Um, absolutely love them. Um, and I also listen to... I, I don't listen as much, but I do listen to um, the one, Timothy DeLeghetto, No Chaser, the No Chaser pro, uh, podcast, with him and uh, Ricky Shucks and Nicky Blades. I do listen to that every now and then. Not, not as consistently. Like, Genius Brain, I'll listen to every single episode, but depending on the topics, it, it's, it's more um, it's more clickbaity for me. So if, if, um, if that podcast, No Chaser podcast, has a very clickbaity title, or an interesting guest, I'll listen to it. But usually, maybe I'll listen to it like maybe once a month or so. Um, they do weekly episodes as well. Um, I sometimes listen to Big Mood. Oh, this is where I'm going. Big Mood. So Big Mood's ran by... Uh, it started from the girls of JK, pretty much. Uh, it started out with Gio, who I love. Gio. Um, fuck, I forgot their names. Nick, Nikki, Nikki Limo, uh, Jess, Tiffany, De La Real, and there's one more uh gina darling uh those girls well gene uh Gio's not part of the podcast anymore but it's a, it's a group of girls it's a group of girls big mood it's the only female podcast that i listen to because you know i don't gotta listen to females i'm just kidding i, I <laughs> no, but uh, I, I do listen to them because I, I love the girls in general i grew up with those girls specifically tiffany like i grew up with tiffany and gina um from jk films and i love jk films like i grew up with those cats like Those fools are like, they're my idols. I love them. I love them to death. So that's why I follow big mood as well. And one of the games they recently did on their podcast, um, it's like they did like a self reflection kind of game. I got to look it up, but if it comes to it, what I'm saying is if if these four bullet points that I'm going to go through, if they're not enough, I'm going to pull up that game and play it. it. It's a, it's a game you play by yourself and it's self reflection questions. That's basically what I'm getting at. Um, but shout out to Big M- Mood Took. I love them to death. Um, great girls. Um, you know, like, Just Kidding Films, like, they're the brothers I wish I always had. Bart and, uh, Bart and Joe. I wish I, I grew up as an only child, so I never had, I guess, older figures to look up to. Um, so I always loved Bart and Joe. I looked up to them. And I look up to the Big Mood girls, like, the older sisters I wish I had. I, I love them to death. Um anyways i'm doing the episode by myself um i think i'm probably saying um a lot joy and let me take a few more sips of this makali and get all nice and cozy go 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 <sighs> you know what i just finished the whole glass let's pour you a second glass that should get me um uh, that should get me in the mood. Moses recommended. He said, you know, every time you feel awkward, Dan, just take a shot. It'll make things run a little bit smoother and easier. I don't even know I'm going to be able to do this for a full hour. Hey, check it out. We're at the nine-minute mark. Good job, Dan. Fifty minutes to go. Um, let, let, let's just get started, okay? Um, well, just so you know, I think this is season six, right? Season six of Makali Moments. Um First, I want to say thank you. Thank you for anybody who who tunes in, who supported me, um, who joined the podcast or even just shared it or listened in. Um, any type of support you guys gave us, like even when we had our Patreon up, if you were a Patreon member and you helped support us, like, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Um, six seasons. And what's kind of wild to me is that I I did, I I started the podcast with, micah Giu, and kim you haven't heard from jiu and kim since like the first season like the first few episodes even and micah you haven't heard for like a good like consistently heard micah for like a good two seasons at this point i think i'll be honest this this hasn't been easy podcasting has not been easy um that's not to say that I don't enjoy podcasting because I, I really do enjoy the podcasting process. Like, this has been so much fun for me. Um, what I mean by difficulty is it's hard to to have a consistent guest. Um, it would have been nice if I had a co host. Like, co-host, having, having a co host was so nice. Like, having Micah around, that was so nice because it was someone I knew I would consistently meet almost on a weekly basis, that I knew that every week I would have an episode out. And I'm thankful that I stockpiled so many episodes. Um, Maybe it's just like I had the foresight to see this coming that I'm not finding guests isn't going to be easy because I knew I don't I knew I don't make friends a lot in general. Like, it's hard for me to get close to people um, and actually want to spend time with people because I actually kind of hate people, to be honest, because people are losers. Right. (laughs) no but um i i know myself that's all i'm saying what i'm saying is i know myself and i know that i'm not the type of person to go out and make new friends and if i do meet new people it takes a while for me to get to know them and actually welcome them into my life like my best friend uh like one of my best friends who i love to death like i remember i kind of hurt his feelings he said you know the first time i met you i really liked you like i wanted to hang out with you and shit and i said listen i don't i didn't really fuck with you until like two years in two years (laughs) and he was like oh you suck man and you know it's just my personality i I, i've been through a lot so i put up a lot of barriers so that's why i knew that doing this podcast by myself wasn't going to be easy um and uh, i'll be straight up like it, it It's gotten harder and harder as we go along. You guys get to see episodes come out on kind of a consistent basis, um, weekly, and they're stockpiled. So it doesn't feel like you don't see what happens between each recording. Like, I don't think people understand that I go through a lot of difficulties between each recording. Um, I'll go into details, okay? Since I got so much time, I I got time for the details, right? So, for every guest I have, I'm receiving maybe 50, 60 rejections. You have to understand that. For every guest I have, I probably go through 50 or 60 rejections on a weekly basis. Weekly, possibly, okay? Um. How, how do I know this number? It's because the way I do the podcast, I have a chat room, which some of you guys probably know at this point. I have a chat room filled with people that I know. Um, not all of them are very close friends. Most of them are acquaintances. Like, I, I can't even say that we're friends because we don't kick it like that. I don't know them like that. But these are acquaintances that I said, oh, upon like couple meetings, I said, oh, these people seem pretty chill. Like, I can kick it with them. I can have a drink or two with them. I can have them on the podcast. Acquaintances. Um, so it's a group of about 50, 60 people in this chat room and maybe once every week or two, um, I will put it on this, this group chat. I will say, Hey, um, this weekend it's open mic. I have three mics available. If you have time, come to the podcast. Um, I'll order food. Maybe I'll even cook dinner for us and just come through and have fun. We'll chill and shoot the shits, record an episode. Um you should know that when I do this I'm in a chat room with 50-60 people, right? You know people leave you on read, you know. And oftentimes it's just left on read. That means 50-60 people rejected your offer, rejected the opportunity to hang out with me. <laughs> Basically 50-60 people rejecting you as a person. Or rejecting you, or rejecting the podcast, I should say, if I want to put it in a nicer term. But it's hard not to take that personal. It's hard, if you think about it. like Week after week, getting rejected. um, And I try not to take it personal, because I I get it. Some people aren't comfortable being on a public platform. Um, Some people, they know me well enough to know that I talk shit. Um, and I, and I, and I have fun. I, that's the thing. When I talk shit, it's just, when I say talk shit, it's not really shitting on people. Sometimes it is not always. Sometimes when it's talking shit, it's just me having fun. It's me pushing boundaries. You know, like you guys know me at this point. I try to make a joke about everything that I can. I find irony and humor in any possible topic. Like, like, for example, here's a really good one. Like, um, there was this girl that I was talking to and we were talking about how, Um, black people in the south of america like southern america were buying plantation homes like historically plant plantation homes where you know slaves were whipped and shit like that and i let out a chuckle i let out a chuckle because it's the irony it's kind of funny right there's so much history black history with these plantation homes and yet black people are buying up these homes and i kind of had a laugh and then homegirl kind of got pissed at me. She said, is that funny? Why is that funny, Dan? So, so when it comes to my comedy, like, I, I find, I think, I find comedy in everything. I, I think comedy is just a way that I cope with life. I cope with everything through comedy. Even myself. I, I find humor. Like, 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 even when this podcast started, I called myself a loser, right? For recording this episode by myself. So, like, I I find comedy and humor in everything. So I get it when people don't want to be on the podcast because they know my humor. I'm going to say shit that is what today you would call cancelable. Like, there's shit that I say that's just very cancelable, and people just don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with the backlash. And I completely get it. Um, But, like, going back, I'm just saying week after week, getting rejected to join the podcast, it does something to your mentality. Your mental state a little bit because it feels like if it's hard not to remove yourself and not take it personal, um, it sucks. That's all I gotta say. It, it sucks. So, podcasting has been a little difficult. Um, just finding guests in general, and sometimes it's not even in the group chat, sometimes it's personal DMs. Like, I'll personally DM people um, and we'll just shoot the shits, we'll just talk, just catching up. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? I heard you're going home, or I heard something this, this, and that. It's a small community, like the foreign community in Korea. It's small, so word gets around. Even though I'm not as sociable, like word gets around eventually. Or they post on Instagram or whatever, and they they tell talk about shit, and I'm like, oh, you know, uh, let's talk about that. Can I uh, what's up? Just shooting the shits, you know, just catching up with people, like. Not even with the intention of joining the podcast. I'm not hitting you up to join the podcast. I just want to know what's up. You posted about this. I want to know more because you're you're someone in my life. I want to know what's up. What's up? And sometimes the conversation ends up going towards, hey, you know, like, it's been a minute since we, since we caught up. Like, let's not do this over DMs because uh, I like talking face to face. I'm old school like that. Um, and I'll be like, hey, why don't you come over? We can even do a podcast episode even. And then they ghost me like I'm not talking like this type of conversation. It's not even it, it, it's not even like the type of DMs where you send one text message every hour or ten, send a text message every every day. This is a this is a conversation, right? We, we've been talking, sending messages back and forth messages like with an S messages back and forth for like a good 20, 30 minutes. And as soon as I drop you want to join me on the podcast? They ghost me. Like, conversation end. Good. Finish. Um, and I'm like, oh, damn, that, I, I don't know. How, how am I supposed to take that? You know, at, at the first time, this is, here's the thing. You have to understand this has happened multiple times, okay? Um, the first time, it's like, oh, you know, maybe they, uh, maybe they got something up. They'll respond back later. Um, next day, they don't respond. A week goes by, they don't respond. A week goes by, I know what's up. I'm like, oh, you know what? Eh, it's over. It's done. I get it. But like, if it, it, this thing's happened multiple times. So, there goes another shot of my confidence. Time for another drink. Oh God, I feel like this podcast is just me doing therapy, me hurting myself out loud and sharing it with the world. Oof, this shit sucks. Okay. Let's do one more sip. This muckle is tasting quite sweet all of a sudden. What do they say? Oh no, the saying's opposite. Soju begins tasting Oh wait, no that is the right expression. Alcohol soju is I think it's a Korean phrase they say like soju starts tasting sweet because life is so bitter. This muckily is starting to taste quite sweet, man. Hey, look at that. 20 minutes in. Good job, Dan. Uh, But no, all I'm saying is that podcasting has been a little difficult. Um, Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. um, This might be the final episode. Like, you have no idea. This has been very hard recording like you gotta understand that i did this like during the pandemic even where people were already like being quarantined and social distancing like it's been hard this has not been an easy process it's just people don't see the behind the scenes to know that this has been hard doing this by myself this hasn't been an easy process and you have to understand that this is not my job i lose money running this podcast even when the patreon was up i was actually still losing money like every time a guest comes through, I'm 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 buying drinks, I'm I'm ordering food, I'm cooking dinner. Like I'm losing money on this podcast. Like I, I'm not saying that money is important or anything. Because I do this. The reason I do this because it's fun. It's my playground. Like I I tell my friends all the time. I'm like this this podcast is my playground. It's a place where I can just be myself and have fun. Like especially in this world now where. Especially my, okay, especially in my type of situation. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure this applies to a lot of people, but I'm in a country where my some of the ways I think is already shunned because it's culturally different. So you hide a bit of yourself in this country as an expat, as a foreigner. You hide this little piece of yourself, not a big little piece, a big piece of yourself. You hide a big piece of yourself because you don't want to be ostracized in this country. For just being who you are. Okay. And then you go to work. You're in a professional environment. And then once again. On top of the cultural difference. There's a professional level. Where you also hide a bit of yourself. Because you got to be professional. Especially in this profession. Where I'm working with kids. I'm working with children. I'm not going to go off and say. Ass shit. Fuck shit. Come. You know. To my kids. No. That's unprofessional. I'm an adult. I'm a role model despite what you might get on the mic i can be professional okay um so th- that's another layer of me hiding myself and then with the internet too like cancel culture is so prevalent these days where everyone's so careful about what they say on say on the internet it's another censorship level so like once again you're hiding yourself um so, like, this podcast, it's, it's a place for me to play. It's my playground. It's a place where I can be myself and have fun. So I do have a lot of fun with this podcast. Like, I love podcasting. It, it, it's super fun for me. I really enjoy it. Otherwise, I would have quit a long time ago. But I think I'm at this point now where the fun, the fun is disappearing because I don't – the guests that I have now are not my close homies. I, I, I still have to hide a bit of myself with the guests that I have on because they're not my close homies. Like I'm gonna name drop because you guys probably know them. Like Abena, Musa, Micah, you know, these are people that I grew up like not grew up, I um I've been around for years. They know me and I don't have to hide myself. I can just be my full self and they love me for it and they accept me for it, which is where the fun is. I get to use this playground to just be myself. But if I'm inviting people who are my acquaintances the 50-60 people in my group chat, acquaintances, I still have to be nice. I, I have to watch what I say because I don't know them. I don't know boundaries yet. We're getting to know each other. Even on the podcast, I'm getting to know them. There's boundaries. I have to be careful about what I say and do on the podcast with these people because I don't know them. I I, I can respect them. Like I'm respectable. So like when I have new guests on these days, because I don't really have a I don't have close friends on the podcast anymore, um, really. Like, it takes the fun out of the podcast because it's no longer my playground where I can just talk shit and have fun. Um, so, and, you know, that's not to say that I can't have Micah on the podcast again. I can't have Moose. I can't have Long on the podcast anymore. That's not to say that. What, what's different now is that if I do it with them, it's usually online. And it's not always easy online. Like there's always technical issues. The quality is a little different, and you just don't get the same interaction as you do face to face. That's not to say that the quality of the conversation isn't there. It's just a different type of quality. It's it doesn't for me for me personally. Maybe I'm just old school. I like face to face interactions. So doing the podcast over over Zoom or the Google Meets that I have been doing sometimes, it just doesn't do it for me. It it takes a piece of that fun away. You know, like even some of the jokes that sometimes I want to drop jokes and shit, I can't because lag. Cuz if the jokes come and I drop the joke and then the person's not done talking yet and they don't even hear my joke because there's lag, the joke just no longer hits. So like podcasting over online, even if I'm doing it with close friends, it just doesn't feel the same anymore. Um but basically what I'm saying is that this is possibly the final episode. Um, I know I, I I said I'd quit probably what, like fourth season, Sacha? Um, I said I quit then, but somehow I kept recording and somehow I, I made it this far um, without my co-host, without my close group of friends to do this podcast with. Um, and I'm thankful that I've been able to get this far, but it it gets harder and harder as time goes like you have no idea it gets harder and harder um but this is probably the final episode if if there are further episodes that get released um then they get released um i i probably, i'll probably get rid of the season format it'll probably just be like um like an organic thing where if an episode gets recorded, it'll probably get released that same night. If if I do continue recording, we'll see. But po- podcasting has been getting difficult, so this might be the final episode. And I, I kind of planned it to. I, this is why I'm doing it by myself, because I'm like, oh, you know, a good way to end the podcast is doing a solo episode. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) this might be the final episode. I I don't know. And look at that. I am almost halfway done. Good job. Toast of that. Let's, let's just shot this. Here we go. Uh, um, all right. Well, that's bulletproof. Number one, not bulletproof bullet point. Number one. Speaking of bulletproof, yo, you see the Super Bowl uh, halftime with Dre, 50, M, Snoop. Ah, oh, that shit was bomb, dude. Took me back to the old school days, you know. 50 dropping down from the ceiling. Go, 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 Shouty, It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. Yeah, that shit was banging, dude. Your 50 gains a few pounds, though. That's all I gotta say, But Homeboy look good, man. For his age, you get to his age. What is he, 50 now? You get to his age, see if you can still look that good. Boy looking fresh. And homeboy be making money. He don't need to rap no more. He got that power show and everything. He Hollywood now. He don't need to have rap money. <coughs> He's doing good. And you know, what was it? Um, they say what? Black don't crack. Asian don't raisin. Yo, Eminem hasn't aged a day. They say white's aight, but M, he definitely black. That boy's got some black in him. Mm-mm. He looking good. Something's up with his eyebrows though. I think he got a little, little what is it, microblading some shit. But I mean, homeboy look good. He's our favorite white boy. Mm. All right, well, let's get back to the, the bullet points. Ah, that was, an, that was a good time waster. Uh, let's see. Oh, this kind of goes along with uh, the previous topic. This is a little personal now. We're going to talk about confidence and self-esteem heavy heavy topic we're going to therapy we're going to therapy now i'm gonna use this as my ther- therapy session um korea does something to you as an expat this is something that, that that's been on my mind and i, I i've been working through it what, what i mean by working through it is I, i've been like pinpointing why this is happening like why do I feel less confident in this country? Why is my self-esteem shot to shit in this country? And th- I can only speak on myself. I can't speak for other foreigners. But th- this, is, this is kind of the process that I'm going through right now. That I, I'm personally thinking through and pinpointing the issues. Okay, um, Korea is a very, has a very interesting way of at least ruining my self-esteem. And and it's not just Korea. It's the experiences that I have in this country as an expat. These are my experiences. I shouldn't even say as an expat. It's just my experiences. Okay. Um. To start. um, Hmm. Now you know what. Since we're getting so close, I'll be personal. All right. I'll be personal. I'll share what I want to share. You got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, like social media. You gotta realize that people share with you what they want to share. I will share what I feel comfortable sharing with you okay um, you you know when I started this podcast i was i just got out of a eight year relationship. you gotta understand that an eight year relationship that relationship was a loving relationship. I loved her to death um, I would never i mean she's a she's a wonderful person i still love her to death she's still a great wonderful person and i have nothing bad to say about her we just didn't match that's all i gotta say we just didn't match but there were things in that relationship that struck down my confidence and i carry with it and i carry those um those rejections or whatever to this day um and then on top of that, you're living in this country where, where you don't speak the language. You're, you're, you're not a part of this culture, really. Even if you're Asian, even if you're Korean American or whatever, and you grew up around Koreans, um, it's still a very different culture. There are times... Okay, I'm going to give a great example. okay. Even if you go to do your health check. In this country, in order to renew your visa every year, every year you need to go and do your health check. You go to the hospital and you do the typical. They do your heart check. They do your lung test. They, they measure you, your weight, um, your blood sample, your urine sample and everything. You do everything, okay? But there's still this hint in the back of your mind because you don't know the language and they're they're talking to you in medical Korean terms. These are not your colloquial terms that you use in everyday language. These are not your layman's term. These are medical terms that even, even if they said it in English, even if I was in America, if I was in America and they were speaking to me fluent English, and they're using big medical terms like hepatitis A, hepatitis C, even then, I would not understand what my doctor just told me. I was like, I don't know what hepatitis A is, but hey, he said I'm, I'm negative for hepatitis A. Yay. You know, it is the same exact concept. Now put it put it in Korean, in a language that's foreign to you. You you definitely don't understand what's going on. So even so, like in day-to-day interactions, you might get the gist of what's going on, but there's still this tint in the back of your mind that did I get that right? That little questioning. When you start questioning things, questioning things, you, you, you lose a little bit of self-confidence because you don't know. And that's kind of part, I guess that's where a little bit of self-confidence comes from. It's, it's knowledge. It's what you know. That's self-confidence, right? So like in this country, after accumulating so many different experiences, whether it be just working, um, just ordering food, going to Home Plus, E-Mart, ordering food. Going to a restaurant, ordering food, um, or um, going to get your medical checkup, doing your uh, getting your driver's license, getting your insurance for your car, even getting the oil change for your car is like, did I? Is everything okay with my car? They say yes, but then they start naming car parts and shit, and you're like, I don't know what that is, but okay. You know, all of these little things it it, it hurts your self esteem a little bit. So yeah, like, and then on top of that, this podcast doesn't do do much help. Like, like you, you already heard, right? Getting rejected. How many people fear rejection? I'm sure a lot of people fear rejection. So me getting, even me getting rejected, um, almost on a, on a, at least a monthly basis, minimum on a monthly basis, I'm getting rejected by 50 people. On a public platform, because fifty people are in this chat room, they know that Dan got left on red. You, I know that fifty people every month sees that Dan was left on red. I know people saw that I got rejected by fifty people. That does something to my self esteem too. You know, I I don't go after these people because they're they're my friends. They're they're people I know. Like I got nothing against them, so I completely understand. But at the end of the day. I feel rejected. It it hurts. It it actually hurts. Oh god, I got to drink to that. Oof. I never cried on the podcast, have I? Let's not start today, okay? All I'm saying that it does hurt the rejection, and on top of that, like you know, I, circling back to dating now, um, you know, after my ex, I I I, uh, I have been seeing people. You know, I think you guys get glimpses. I, I don't remember if I ever talk about my dating stories on here because I, I think I'm a pretty private person in general and I don't delve into too many details when it comes to my love life. But, you know, I, I do. I do see people, you know, um, and sometimes I more often than not, I I get rejected, you know, and here's the thing. I, I think being eight years in a relationship, I um. I have a learning curve because the dating scene is so different now when I was with my ex, when I first met my ex. I don't even think Tinder was around. Bumble was not around when I was with my ex there, there There's this whole new dating game that I just there's a steep learning curve, and I don't know how to do it I, i'm I'm trying to learn, but even then like having like i I think a part of dating is having self-confidence right? So so, going back to self confidence. My my self esteem and self confidence is already quite low because of you know living in Korea, the experiences of being in this country, that I I have I have little confidence when it comes to dating. I I know it sounds otherwise because I I probably sound very confident on the mic, and whenever you meet me, like I as, as I sound introverted on the mic. People always tell me. People always tell me, like, Dan, you sound extroverted as fuck. But in reality, like, I love staying home. Like, I'm actually an introvert. I I really am. I get tired being around people. Like, I hate people. Like, people suck. Suck my fucking dick. Um, No, no, no. You get what I'm saying. It's... All I'm saying is dating has been hard. So, because lack of self-esteem and self-confidence and i i know that's something i'm I'm working on it's something i am working on um but it's just hard um moving from that well let's go to point number three man i'm good at connecting dots loneliness so point number three loneliness um yeah i'm lonely out here man I'll be straight up. I'm pretty lonely as, as much as I just, I just said it, that I'm an introvert. Like I do need people. I do need human interaction. Like I'm not saying I need human interaction on a daily basis. It's just nice to know that I have somebody and, and sure. Yes. Abena long, they're still in this country. I can hit up Micah anytime and I'm sure she'll respond. Um, but it's nice to know that if i really need somebody i can see them it's nice to have and that's just not something that's available to me right now um things have been lonely i'd be lying if i said i wasn't lonely like i'm lonely as fuck like i'll be straight up like i don't know how i go day to day i really don't you know, I uh, I, think, I I think do think about loneliness not a lot. I, I think I've always been... Here's the thing. I, I think I've always been alone. I think you guys know this at this point. I, I grew up an only child, being raised by like a single mother. So I spent a lot of my time alone. Mom was working three or four jobs a day. If I'm lucky, I got to see her on the weekends. Um, I had no brothers, sisters to fuck around with. Um, I grew away... From my family like cousins nephews not nephews just cousins uncles aunties uncles um, i grew away away from them like i didn't have that growing up so i've always been lonely but here's the thing despite my loneliness i had people i've always had a good group of friends in my life that i could hit up at any point in my life they became my family which is probably why i put such a great like emphasis on friendship um, and relationships because every point in my life, even though I didn't have that familial relationship, I always had friendship. I always had good friends around me. And that's something that I guess I took for granted. I never realized. Um, so when I, when I have friends, like any friends that I do welcome into my life, they become friends for life. Like I, I say this all the time as like, yo, you my homie, like you my homie for life. Like I fucks with you. Um, I'm with you. So I think this is this is the first time in my life where I don't have that. I don't have someone that I can hit up or or at least feel comfortable enough to hit up and I will see them within an hour. I don't have that anymore. Um it's it's sad. I'm okay, like you know i i'm still going by day by day and it doesn't like i'm not crying over anything like that it's just it, at the end of the day it, it, it it's it's lonely that's all i'm saying it's lonely it's sad it it feels lonely um hey my any of my my friends are listening to this like don't put this on yourself like i love you to death you're my homies like i fucking love you this is just shit But, but this is just the reality of things, you know, nothing personal, nothing at all. Like, I love you guys. Um, but no, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't lonely. Um, and I guess that, that goes with relationship too. Like I, 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 it'd be nice to have someone in my life that to spend my life with someone to share my life with someone. It'd be nice, but that's just not in my books right now. Um, I'm trying. God, I try, but it's just not happening. Um, and I mean, it's just something I have to accept, right? Like the thing I keep telling myself is, I can't force. Um, I can't force relationships. Any type of relationship. I, I compare it to to tea. Some people love tea. Some people don't. If someone doesn't want tea, you're not going to hold their mouth open and shove it down their throat. They might drink it because you force it down their throat. doesn't mean they enjoy it. Friendships and relationships, the same thing. I can put myself out there all I want. I can be the nicest person. I can put on my little white boy voice all I want and be kind to everyone. Doesn't mean they'll like you. They might drink your tea, Dan, but it doesn't mean they like you, which is what I've experienced a lot in this country. Um, you guys know me, the way I talk, the way I joke about shit. Like, I, I really have zero boundaries when it comes to comedy. So I make a lot of jokes. Um, there have been so many times where I've been so nice to people. Like, for to me, to me, it sounds nice. To me, the way I treat people is very nice. Like, I am fucking nice. Fucking nice. Even even despite my mannerism, my jokes, um, the way I say shit, the rough shit, the cancelable shit that I might say. I'm actually quite nice. But people don't read it as nice. People read it as Dan's a fucking dick. And a, a majority of my close friends, like the closest friends I have, will tell me that. They're like, Dan, the first time I met you, you're a fucking dick. I thought you were a fucking asshole. I hated you. I did not like you. You were not my cup of tea. Like, like a Benna would tell you straight up. She, and I'm pretty sure she said on the podcast too. Like she, she like and that's not and that's just not a that's not a Benna only. Like Long has said that. Um a lot of my homeboys from back home have said that. I even have like letters, like goodbye letters like like in like farewell letters like um when I'm leaving I'm leaving, leaving for Korea or leaving China or whatever. Like I have friends who have written me letters like, Hey, Dan, this has been a great year. I remember when we first met. I remember when we first met. I thought you were a dick. It, and here's the thing. I, I, think, I think I've gotten a lot better at trying to, to be nice. Not, not trying to be nice. It's more so um, presenting myself in a way that people think. Is nice. Just because someone caters to your definition of niceness does not mean they're nice. It doesn't mean they're nice. I'm a great give a great example. Trump. We all went through four years of that shithole. Here's the thing. Trump supporters, they all thought he was nice. But what did they what did they gain from him really? How was he nice to them? He wasn't really that nice to them. It's the same exact concept there except kind of polar opposite. I, I come off as a fucking dick and I know it and, and it's hard for me to change that the way I talk the way I articulate myself the way I say things uh, my vocabulary choices even I, I do come off as a fucking dick I know I do um doesn't mean I'm a dick I'm actually quite nice <laughs> in, in my opinion like maybe I'm just I, I, maybe I'm just being narcissistic right now and saying that I'm nice, but I, I think deep down I'm a very nice person. Like I might say, fuck you, I'll kill you, <laughs> but no, that's not what that means, you know. I'm a nice person. I, I think people just misunderstand me. And I mean, I I do my best to um to present myself in a nicer way. But this goes back to the idea of, um, of hiding a part of yourself. It feels like I'm hiding a part of myself when I do that. And it feels like I'm being fake. Because um, what are they going to do once the real me does come out? The nice me that speaks in a reckless manner. Are they still going to be around? I don't know. And more often than not, they don't. I've been burnt so many times in this country by people who I've genuinely always had the best interests at heart. Like whenever they asked me for help, I was there to help them. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. I'm not trying to, I I know I keep saying that I'm a nice guy, but here's, I'm just giving the facts. There's so many times where people ask me questions. People ask me for help with this or that. And I do it. I go out of my way to help these people. And these are the same people who turn around and say the dance a piece of shit. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold up! You asked me for help. Fuck you. You're a little bitch. Little pussy ass motherfucker. You can't deal with the way I say shit. Fuck you. Suck my dick. <laughs> okay, that was me being mean now. But here's the thing. I'm only mean because guess what? You decided to be a little bitch. You see, I don't articulate myself that nicely when it comes to like once you actually piss me off like i'll go off on you that's not me being nice anymore i don't know where i'm going this mu mo- this muckley's hitting me either way back to point three i'm lonely and it's hard to make friends because people keep thinking i'm a dick maybe i am what is it the common denominator is me right maybe i am a fucking dick <laughs> Whew. let's drink to that because that's uh That's a hard pill to swallow, dude. You're a dick, man. I'd rather be a dick than suck a dick. Who the fuck rapped that? Kanye, right? I'd rather be a dick than suck a dick. I don't know. Either way, drink to that, bro. I'd rather be a dick than suck a dick. Because I ain't gay. You see? I like making jokes like that. And people will go off on me (laughs) for shit like that. They'll say I'm homophobic but I got nothing against gay people, man. Come on, man. I kiss men. I rub my dick against men. That shit's hot. I get hard off that shit. Shit's fun. Ah. All right. Anyways, let's, uh, let's move on to point four. My last final point. Um, moving to Jeju. Oh, man, am I good at storytelling. I am so good at At interconnecting dots and bullet points, okay? So all of this combined, podcasting difficulties, um, difficulties making friends, my self-esteem shot down to shit, all the loneliness in my life. Why do I want to move to Jeju? Because I want to get away from all that shit. I'm a pussy. I'm running away from my problems. I want to start anew because I'm too scared to confront the shit that's happening right now. I'm a little bitch. I do suck dick. Oh fuck me, man. I'm a little bitch. I suck dick. Fuck. All right, let's down the shot. <sighs> nah, but okay, no no for real though. I the idea of moving to Jeju is very attractive to me. Uh, I've always, I've always loved the idea of living on an island. I've never lived on an island. I love the idea of living on an island. We'll see if I actually like thrive on an island. I don't know, but the idea of living on Jeju uh, with Gopchang, of course, um, having a little farm, being self-sustaining—that idea is very, very attractive to me. Like, it's my goal. And I, I originally thought that I would go to Vietnam to do that um in Da Nang cuz I love the city of Da Nang. Um but Vietnam is just I don't know if I can deal with the um the crazy amount of rain they have. I don't know. And I think because I lived in Korea for the past the past what 6 years now, um the coldness, I'm getting used to it. I I I feel like I can live in the cold now. Um Either way, moving to Jeju doesn't sound so bad. It's something that's very attractive to me, and I, I, I probably will make the move eventually. It's just I'm pussy. <laughs> there's there's things that's holding me back. One, I probably said on the podcast, but I'll I'll, I'll say it again. Um, I, I I've established myself so much in this city, Daejeon. i I've established myself. I mean, I got I got a decent job. I love my job. I actually really do love my job. Um. My relationships here aren't that great, but at least they're there because I know once I move to Jeju, I'm starting all over and knowing myself, I'm not going to reach out and make new relationships. Most likely, it's going to be hard for me to make new relationships. So like a part of me feels like, oh, you know, at least I have something here, even if it's not what I want. At least I have something. I know it's loser talk to talk like that, but it's kind of reality. I know myself. I know myself like. Making new relationships, making new friends, just—it's not going to be easy for me. Um, i uh, yeah, like I've established so many things here, and then it's—it's it's not just me moving across like province borders. You know, it's not like me moving to Daegu or something. It's me moving across another ocean. I'm moving to an island. It, it, it's a lot of logistics that go on there, and then the job prospect. Like, sure, I can go through the uh, the whole teaching route again. Which is fine, but the thing is that teaching jobs are getting harder and harder to come by because Korea is such a popular country now. Um, And on top of that, like, I'm not trying to use this as a crutch at all because I think you guys should know me by now. I I don't use crutches. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. Men don't use crutches. We walk that shit off, man. No, but what I'm saying is that if I'm going the teaching route again, It's going to be hard because I am an Asian American male. Korea, whether you want to admit it or not, they want white, blonde, blue-eyed people. It's what Korea wants. So moving to Jeju, the job prospect for me is lower. That's all I got to say. It's lower. So I think about that. But I mean, eventually... I think Jeju would be a good place for me to settle down. I wouldn't complain. So Jeju, I I'm down for it. Just when will I do it? When the right time comes. I think I've always been good at striking when the opportunity comes at the right moment. Somehow I I don't want to like jinx myself knock on wood, but I think I've always been good at seizing opportunities. At the right time I might not know it at the time Like I might not realize it But in hindsight It's like You did a good job Dan Good job I feel like Jeju will be the same Good job Dan You made it Knock on wood Don't jinx yourself But I mean I I think I think I'll get there Just when I don't know But it'll happen Let's hope it happens um yeah anyways this has been about 55 minutes now wow i fucking did it congratulations man oh i i forgot to point this out um today is actually the anniversary the six year anniversary that i've been in korea i think it's six years at this point um yeah today is actually the anniversary of when i first arrived in korea and made myself a home here, which is why this is another special occasion. Why I wanted to do the whole fucking solo episode, fucking gay, fucking nostalgic ass motherfucker. Tears of that though. Ah, knows I'm sipping louder because I, I'm trying to get it on the mic because this might be the final episode. Just so you know, this is my last my last glass. I've been sipping on. The, uh, well, this bottle is gone now. Joy. Wow, good job, Dan. This has been another muckley Moments, guys. And I'll be honest, I've been holding in my piss. But I I go as I normally do with any other episode recording. But I don't have a guest to keep the mic running, so I'm holding it. I got five more minutes to talk. And I'm trying to figure out what to talk about. I can give thank yous. But here's the thing. If you want to hear thank yous, you, you already know, man. Thank you. Like... I don't think I need to spell it out. I don't think I don't think I need to thank you for specific reasons. You already know the fucking reasons. Like thank you. Like I appreciate it. Like supporting me for the past what is this? Two, three years of podcasting? I don't know. But either way, thank you. That's all I gotta say. Thank you. Um I don't know where Makli moments will be from now on, but I hope that any any opportunities or any any time that we are together. I hope you enjoy it. Um, and with that. Thank you. Let me one shot this last glass. So I can go take a piss. Alright. And now I'm going to order some. KFC. Korean fried chicken because that shit is bomb and i think that's the only way to spend this friday night um on my korean anniversary by the way with that thank you guys bye